Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Zig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Not quite, not quite. Mark Walters out for the day as he is traveling. He's traveling to Arizona, I think, again, which means he's going to be hitting that like 120 degree temperatures. I do not envy him in any way, shape or form. So welcome into it. Andy Hoosier filling in for the great Mark Walters today on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We also have Greg down in Dallas at the studios there. Greg, what's going on, brother? Uh, not too much. Trying not to melt. Uh, so hot. Trying not to melt. Yeah. yeah, it is ridiculous. It is. So hot. So I, I'm blaming AOC and Hillary Clinton for the climate change and the global warming. Okay. And I think that's, I, I'm justified in doing that. I'm allowed. Uh, you can blame whoever you want. I am just blaming it on being in Texas and August. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's summertime and the end of summertime, which means it's going to be hot anyways. What a wild concept. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> craziness. And holy cow, I am trying to wrap my head around all the news that's going on today. Oh There's God. no way we're going to cover everything uh, that's going on right now, but we'll do our darndest. So welcome into Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. You can find Mark Walter's website at armedamericanradio.org. Also, I got to bring up the Telegram and see if people are on there chatting. Oh, yeah. They've already already active. Oh, they're already active, ready to rock and roll. So howdy duty there on the the Instagram and the Tweety and the all social media and all the other stuff. All right. Obviously, there's a Trump surrendering that's going on in Georgia later on today. It sounds like he's going to be doing that this evening. According to the Washington Post, they say that he will be surrendering to the Fulton County Jail, and it will include a mugshot, which means for the first time, Democrats are going to be all kinds of giddy spreading around a mugshot picture of Donald Trump at the jail. Does this change anything, you think, Greg, uh, when it comes to approval numbers, poll ratings, support for the presidential <laughs> run? Is this is this going to uh, deter any Republicans from supporting Donald Trump right now? I, I you know, I, I think it's it's like wildfire. It's just going to spread. Yeah, Donald Trump did say before this one came out, he was joking at one of the rallies saying that he was one indictment away from securing the nomination. And here, and, and here it is. <laughs> and now he's going to get the mugshot for it as well. So now he gets to waltz out there and I hope he smiles. I don't know if you saw the pictures from the other people that they had, quote unquote, arrested and that yeah. they got out on bail, including, you know, uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani and, uh, and some of the others. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they all and they were all smiling. Yep. They're almost just mocking, like, huh, watch what's about to happen here. So good luck. Well, good not, luck, Democrats. Not quite yeah. all of them were smiling. Uh, Jenna Ellis had a little bit of a smirk on her face. Some of the other ones looked like they were going to the death squad um, because they just were obviously lawyers that were being arrested. And, and they more or less knew. But it's one of those when I looked at their faces, I was looking at them like they know that something terrible could happen. 
and they know how yeah. how screwy the justice system can be and how rigged it can be and that it might take an appeal for them to get out of jail if they uh, are found guilty. And it was real interesting to see. I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. That was an entertaining thing to see was the uh, the the mug shots. But uh, reading the facial expressions was another thing. And I watched uh, Rudy. The, he has a podcast that he does on YouTube. And I was watching him the night um, that he was. It was announced he would be arraigned. And he read the arraignment, the indictments, and stuff. And he said, "I'm essentially being indicted for being a lawyer." Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on here. The last time something like this has even remotely come close to happening was as we were deciding to become a nation of our own away from the United Kingdom, away from England, when we started talking about a revolution, when we started talking about a declaration of independence, and when we went through that and we had people going to jail and dying in poorhouses uh, and in the broke jail because the debt jail because they couldn't afford to pay their debt after trying to fund said revolution and individuals were being persecuted for that when they were uh, on the, I guess you could say the jail list for, um, uh, for the red coats for the British to come and try and hang them or throw them in jail for treason. The last time that we've seen something this outlandish was when Europe and England was livid of the fact that we were trying to break off and do our own thing. That's the last time we've seen this type of shenanigans uh, when Democrats have crossed the line and are going after not only Donald Trump, but every attorney for, like you said, doing a job that attorneys do, which is someone came to them and said, I need a lawsuit. I'm suing. OK, I'll take up the case and we'll take it to court. They did their job and now they're going to be punished for that because, well, you're not allowed to challenge elections any longer. So see how well this works out. Have your day in the limelight, Democrats, because it's not going to last long. And while you may spread around a mugshot for Donald Trump, he's still walking around with 75% of the Republican support. And oh, by the way, Greg, we ju- we were talking about this going into the beginning of the show. Do you know how many views right now Donald Trump has on the Tucker Carlson episode 19 on the Tweety, uh, previously known as Twitter or known as X now? How many views are on this 46-minute interview? Uh, last I saw, it was in triple millions of digits. I don't know what the final number is. It was like 175 last time I saw it. So I don't know. Hit me with the number, man. I'm going to refresh my page right now because it changes almost a minute now. Like 20, right now, it, I'm sorry, yeah, 20 minutes yeah. in last night, it was 33 million. Then about the end of the show, it was like 78 million. And then I heard 175 earlier today. Where are we at now? So right now, and this, by the way, for people that are listening live, it is 412 Eastern time on Thursday. There are 233.6 million <laughs> views on this video with Tucker Carlson's episode 19 what discussing you, uh, with former President Donald J. Trump. What do you think the uh, vice presidential debates last night got view-wise? <laughs> I am guessing maybe Forward at maybe like 10 million. I mean, they were worried because Donald, last time Donald Trump was on the debate stage with Fox, it hit what, like 20 million? And they were hoping for something like that again, which is why they were so desperate for him to come back. So 20 million would have been a good night for Fox News. This is 233 million on Tucker Carlson's Tweety alone um, with this interview with Donald Trump. Now, I did watch both, and I watched the debate last night first because that was live, obviously, so I wanted to see it. And then after that, I turned over to Tucker Carlson and watched the Tucker Carlson interview. Uh, That was, I don't know, 10 o'clock Central time when I was done with the two-hour debate. And by that time, there were already 88, 89, almost 90 million views 
on it. So there were a lot of people, even if they just watched it live, like you said, let's just say 55 to 70 million people watched this thing as it played out live on Twitter compared to the 5 to 10 million views that we saw on Fox for the debate last night. Um I'm pretty sure that Donald Trump still has a vast majority of the support. What do you think? Yeah, I'm pretty positive with that. And I, I have not seen any numbers released for the Fox viewership last night. Uh, it should be interesting to see the comparison on, you know, it just shows where the interest is. And yeah. uh, I know I know, I know, Vivek did really good. I um, heard, uh, I saw several clips of him responding to things, and I thought he did a good job. He's always been... Uh, leading up to this, he's always been very calculated and very concise with his responses, and they've been good. Um, now, the other guys, you know, you've got Petulant Pence, and then you've got uh, Krispy Kreme Christie up there, and then, you know, all the other nobodies like uh, Nikki Haley and uh, a- Asa Hutchinson and Tim Scott and uh, all those other has-beens. Uh, you know, I'm certain they're just grifting. They don't want to be president because they know they're not going to be president. They just are grifting and looking for something to add to their resume. Uh, but it should yeah. be interesting to see comparatively the numbers. I am excited. I'm not going to play a lot. I have tons of audio clips from both Donald Trump's interview and from the debate last night because, as you guys know, I mean, I I bet you down on this big time. This is my thing. So, But I know this is more gun-related. We're not going to focus on too much of the debate or Donald Trump. Uh, throughout the conversation here. I'll do that on my show coming up in just a little bit. But there are some things that are quite related to crime and violence and guns that I do want to talk about with some of these. By the way, it just jumped up to 233.7. Oh, man. Hey, that's our listenership so, over there <laughs> boosting the numbers. Just, we, just, we just pushed them over to Twitter to go watch the interview <laughs> with Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson. Um, but it was interesting. And let me see if I can find the right clip here because Donald Trump did – have some interesting responses. And I will say, and maybe this is an unpopular opinion for some, especially with some of this crowd, and that's okay. But my humble opinion, and I'll explain more later, Donald Trump missed an opportunity with that interview last night. It was not what I expected, and he missed an entire opportunity. He had multiple opportunities to really lay it on to kind of the state of affairs across the nation today, and he didn't do it. I think he, he actually withdrew himself a little bit and was a little reserved, which I guess is nice for many, but it's not what I expected. I, th- I think he covered some of the issues, uh, but I, I think that there may be some um, uh, some restraint due to legal issues, and he may be kind of holding back a little bit, dude, just trying to be very tepid with what he says so that there's not an explosion of uh, sound bites and media hysterics. So I think that might have been why that was. That might have been. We'll play a couple of those clips when we come back here, plus some of the stuff from the debate. I want to get your thoughts on everything as well as we move through. It is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Andy Hoosier filling in for the great Mark Walters. What a day. Strap in. Buckle up. Let's have some fun. Stay here. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. 
Welcome back into it. It is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Always a pleasure to have you along for the ride. Andy Hoosier filling in for Mark Walters, along with Greg hanging out in Dallas, Texas, in the nice, roasty, toasty, warm Dallas, Texas. Right? What, what's the temperature down there right now? Uh, it looks like it's about 103. Not same as Wichita, Kansas. 103 right now. We're sharing weather Fantastic. patterns. Yeah, yeah, we, we love this stuff. So we have a lot going on right now. We have the uh, Trump... Uh, turning himself in and quote unquote surrendering in Georgia today. Later on this evening, we have the debate last night, which was um, entertaining to say the least. I guess we <laughs> yeah. could put it. And I wish I could break more of it down. Maybe we'll do it on the program a little bit here because there was some interesting comments, especially. And I, I guess we can start here. I have to say that there was some good news for gun owners, especially in the Second Amendment industry. They brought up the topic of crime, and it was a very quick topic as things kind of got out of hand and they started bickering at each other like many debates do. But it was a very interesting one because guess what? Here's some optimism for you. If this is your leading issue that drives you to the polls to go and vote for a president uh, for whoever it may be, when they talked about crime, the moderators even tried to ask the question about, hey, is it the gun? Do we need to put more gun restrictions in? What do we need to do? Not a single candidate last night said anything about needing to increase gun control, needed to talk about any type of gun restrictions, any type of red flag laws, any type of gun um, at, at all. Like it wasn't even right. They didn't even mention the word gun in their responses, which is encouraging. So if this is the issue that drives you to the polls, and for many people it is, we have many Democrats that obviously carry firearms. I may not be advocates and open advocates for the Second Amendment, but if they are just concerned about having a firearm, being able to defend themselves, being able to defend themselves against a criminal, then guess what? You're in good hands because regardless of whatever presidential candidate for the Republican side may get the nomination at the end of the day, which right now, again, with about three quarters of the support right now is still Donald Trump even not showing up to the debate last night. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're in good hands because none of the Republican candidates are the at least from what we could tell last night, just by one debate, none of them are some of the moderate wishy-washy candidates that are openly advocating to say, hey, the gun's the problem, we need red flag laws, we need gun control, we need whatever. Not even mentioned during the conversation of crime. And Greg, I think that's good news. Yeah, um, they didn't even really breach this topic at all. And uh, I wish they would have talked more about it. But, you know, obviously this is something we talk about six days a week, so that's probably why it would have been front and center with me. Um, also, with pro-life, they, they did dig into that, and, it, it, I mean, they all touted their, their religious beliefs, and that's fine and all, but it seemed to be a little heavy-handed, which for some people it's not. It For me, it was a little bit, you know, just we're having a, a debate about uh, politics and the direction of this nation and how we think should things should go, and um, it just seems like that there was always establishment answers for uh for topics that were far deeper than just uh you know that were just surface level responses to me they didn't seem to be very deep with some of the responses i was disappointed in that instance there were a couple of politicians up there which i'm going to play a Shocking, little game on my a show couple a of politicians in a, a couple of politicians at a pol- at a political debate yeah uh well but there were some that that won the award for the sleaziest politician responses the All typical right politician responses of trying to tell a story trying to get emotional trying to talk about whatever and you're right and i have to say that probably mike pence was up on the top of that list because a couple of times Mm -hmm. he tried to really 
um, calm down the excitement and hype that was going on during a conversation. And he does that well. That's what he tries to do is he's the very um, let's just calm everything down. Let's just get back to it and very straight to business and very calm and collected. That's his whole persona. I get it. That's his personality. But he did that a couple of times where people were jazzed up with the ongoing conversation. And then he brought it back down and started talking about his faith and giving himself to Jesus, which. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Like, good for you. That's, you know, hoorah. I'm right there with you in the same boat for the for the faith. But like it, it just came off the way he did it just came off very, very skeezy politician like. And I don't think people are into that right now. I don't think that's the style that people are looking for. Yeah, that was kind of what I was referring to. Oh, wet blanket Pence, you know, managed to bring the conversation <laughs> down uh, with with the way his style of delivery. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, Pence has uh, talk radio experience and he's, you know, also got. Uh, Could you imagine listening to that? Oh, Lord, that would that would be it would be brutal. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I've actually produced for a couple of shows that know the guy and they say behind the scenes, he's really a nice guy. Um, you know, and I, I don't I don't doubt that he's not. Uh, but he has made some very, very huge blunders in his political career. And I, I think we all know what I'm talking about. And uh, it's hard for him to even get a fair shake to begin with because of that, because we all look at him with a skeptical eye, deservedly so. And it, his responses were so very, you know, politician-esque, whereas when, like we were talking about during the break, uh, you know, Vivek, he was very polished, but I think he's lived a life that he has worked on polishing his persona so that he has... Uh, precise answers. There's not a lot of fluff in what he says. He doesn't stammer over words, uh, and he likes to convey his message as uh, sharply and concise as he possibly can. And that I appreciate that because that's kind of how I like to talk as well. Yeah, he definitely, I think, won over a lot of people. And every poll that I've seen so far showed that Vivek Ramaswamy was the winner of the presidential debate last yep. night. He did very well. And I'm going to talk again more about this on, on my program, but uh, because it doesn't have a whole lot to do with the Second Amendment. But what I will say, I don't know his stance on Second Amendment issues. So he is still, Vivek is still the wild card of this race. We don't know his stance on a lot of issues. He is very polished, which means maybe he does believe what he's actually saying. Maybe he does not believe what he's actually saying. I don't know because we don't have anything to compare it to. He registered to vote for Donald Trump in 2020. He's a business guy, never been in politics, supposedly self-funded by starting up a whole bunch of billion-dollar industries and businesses. That's awesome. Good for him. But we don't know what to compare it to to see whether he's actually believing what he's saying or not because he's been uh, – some tried to catch him up on some – uh, back and forth statements that he's made that kind of contradicted himself. That being said, that reminds me very vividly of a Donald Trump presidential race of 2016. Yeah. He was the outsider. He was a registered Democrat, had funded Democrats in the past. Mm -hmm. We didn't know what we were going to get with him. He didn't talk about issues in very uh, good detail because he's such a vague talker anyways, that he's uh, that Vivek is the uh, younger version of a Donald Trump on that debate stage saying almost the same things, crying out to the same people, being the same type of outsider, being the same type of bear poker, if you want to talk about that, the way he went after some of the candidates. <laughs> and he played the exact same Donald Trump card that Trump did in 2016. And I got to say, it worked beautifully for him last night. Now, again, whether he's genuine in his stances or not, we don't know. But what from what he actually did say, I liked it. 
a lot of Republicans did like it. It's just he's still the wild card we don't know much about as authenticity. Yeah, we, we're uncertain of how how much of that American spirit runs through uh, his blood and his veins in regards to the Constitution. I'm hoping to hear more from him about it. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll play some audio clips from Donald Trump and the interview with Tucker and how that has to do with crime, guns and a heck of a lot more. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Stay here. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us, the GRPC, this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit SAF.org to register today. Register at SAF.org. We'll see you there. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research. The classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR biggest, finest revolvers and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance. The classics. Thompson. That's right. The Tommy Gun. The incredible M1 carbine and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms. A family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, it is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Andy Hoosier and filling in for Mark Walters. He's back at it tomorrow as he's traveling down to Arizona. He wants to top all of us and try and hit that 120 mark. Yeah, I think so. I think he's trying to catch all the climate zones. That's right. He wants to catch it all. There is a story, speaking of firearms, we'll try and get to it here in just a little bit. There's uh, a new study about the amount of gun crimes that are going on in the country of Canada. Mm. And they're blaming the United States because all the guns that are being caught with the criminals are imported guns from the great U.S. of A. (sighs) This tactic. And it's our fault. Yes. (laughs) So uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, they're showing, what did they say, an 800% increase in firearms where it's coming from the United States. Canada, Bloomberg.com, Canada shootings up 869% as American guns flood into the country. It couldn't be because they recently put a freeze on any kind of purchase or transfer or anything like that within the country of Canada. It can't be because of that now, can it? No. It it can't be because of migrant criminal activities that people are having to defend their property and their homes from uh, people robbing them, could it? Because uh, no, not at all. Because old Castro up there is letting any and everybody into the country as they flee from South America and 149 other countries up through our southern border to to Canada. Couldn't be that, could it? Could it? No, not at all. Exactly. Not at all. No, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. So we'll get to that here in just a little bit. I do want to wrap up these conversations though with the debate that happened last night. And not only that, but the one that, see, let's do another update here, shall we? Let's get another. Where are we at? uh, Here we go. According to Tucker Carlson's Tweety page on the X, it is now at. Hold on, hold on. It went up in a. it went up an entire million, two hundred and thirty-four point seven million. Oh man! It was at two, it was at two thirty-three point seven just fifteen minutes ago. There it is. There it is. Two hundred and thirty-four point seven million in twenty minutes. It went up an entire million views. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that for you. In that conversation, I said this at the beginning, and some I haven't even checked the uh, the chat box right now with everybody this may be an unpopular um statement but my humble opinion donald trump missed the boat on that conversation last night Mm -hmm. he had a prime opportunity now 
I don't know exactly what I was thinking I would expect from something like this because he was doing this in protest of the debate. His hands are obviously tied to some degree because of the lawsuits and litigation that he's going under right now. So I get he has to be careful with some issues. That being said, he promoted the event saying that it was going to melt our faces, essentially, that it was going to be this insane interview. So make sure to go and watch it. I watched it and he was probably the most reserved, calm, docile guy that I have ever seen of Donald Trump in the five years, six years, seven years that we've seen him in the public limelight running for president as president and post president. I, uh, and I don't know why. I, I agree with that description a, a little bit. Um, again, I'll, I'll just refer to my previous comments to where he's probably having to be measured due to the, uh, ridiculous indictments that he's currently under. And so this is what those were intended to do were, were intended to, uh, quell his speech about certain things and about things that have gone on because if he was not having to be silent, 2020 election would be a big topic because I could sit here and do a three-hour show on everything that happened during the 2020 election and, and barely scratch the surface because I watched a lot of uh, Senate committee hearings in states and all the swing states, all the ones that did audits, all the ones that had citizens come in and talk about their experience voting as well as being, um, uh, uh, what is, what is it, uh, volunteers watching people vote and stuff like that, bipartisan volunteers. I saw so many things and heard so much stuff that happened and went on, and then the later on investigations and audits and stuff like that, that uh, anybody that denies that, that anything went on during the 2020 election is just a fool, and you're not somebody who spent time actually watching the, the committee hearings in the Senate of these states. Um, yeah. You don't know what you're talking about, and I don't have the time. I'll list you off all the, the YouTube videos of those actual committee hearings and then get back to me in about six months when you get done watching them uh, because some of them were eight hours long, some were 11 hours long, and I would watch them while I'm up here at the network during the day, and I would watch yeah. them until it's time to do do Mark's show, and then I would sit down and do this show, and then I would get home and finish watching the thing uh, when I got to the house. So, I mean, I was watching it like it was a major sporting event. And there was so much that went on. Uh, and he couldn't talk about none of that. He couldn't talk about yeah. anything that Mike Lindell found. He couldn't talk about anything that Mike Lindell was doing with uh, that he recently announced last week in his symposium. Uh, there's just there's so much that Trump could have talked about that he didn't and that he probably can't. That the um, the conversation this week with Tucker for me was just what's he talking about today? Not necessarily how bombastic is he going to be? Yeah, well, but it wasn't even about the lawsuit stuff and the challenging the election that he was really calm about. Again, I think he missed the opportunity on a few different issues. Number one, right out of the gate, and for weird reason, I, I saw where. Tucker was going with this, trying to set up Donald Trump for a perfect home run opportunity with a softball and building him up to this point. And I don't think Donald Trump quite understood where he was going with it because he went a completely different direction. But the very first thing that he started talking about was Jeffrey Epstein on whether Epstein actually killed himself. Yeah, that, and was, that was weird. Donald, It was weird. Now, what Tucker was trying to do was set the stage of, well, you know what? Yes, Jeffrey Epstein probably was killed and didn't commit suicide, which means people are capable of killing people to kill off the opposition or to silence them if they know too much information or if they're too big of an obstacle for the deep state to get to. And then he talked about the escalation of the attacks that we've seen on Donald Trump, starting with 
the the lies about the collusion with Russia and then the two different impeachments during the presidency and now the four different indictments uh, where Tucker said the escalation has continued to the point of are you concerned for your life and for your family? And do you think that someone would potentially try to kill you now to me? Again, this is where I think Donald Trump missed it. Donald Trump had a prime opportunity right there to have a softball tossed up and boom, home run hit out of the park to talk about the violence that's been going on with the left, the riots, the Black Lives Matter, the Antifa, the the crime, the threats against him, the Madonnas wanting to blow up the White House, the uh, the picture uh, from Kathy Griffin with the decapitated head, Johnny the Depp. absolute violence that we've seen, yeah, from the left side of the aisle. That's been ongoing and all the crime. And that's a perfect segue into the crime that Donald Trump, Donald Trump could have done to talk about the massive amount of crime in this nation and how bad things are because of Democrat liberal policies by trying to get rid of firearms, by trying to defund the police, by trying to reform different district attorneys and county attorneys offices, by not actually putting people in jail and punishing who they are, that they had, he had a prime opportunity to go down that road and say, yes, there are as much more violence in the streets because of Democrats. And yes, people hate me so much that there is a potential threat to my life because of Democrats encouraging this type of behavior. He didn't do it. He uh, didn't do it. And in fact, he did it on a more positive note, which surprised me, number one, and probably was a better PR stunt at the end of the day. Now, you know, the more you think about it. But he said, no, you know what? People are amazing. And while the Democrats are nuts and Democrats are crazy, the people, they catch on. They know what's going on. They know this is all a sham. They know this is all political. And I have faith in the American people because if uh, I didn't have the faith or people didn't have faith in me, then my poll numbers would be down. I'd be stepping aside for health reason or wanting to spend time with the family or do whatever. And he made that little joke. And he's like, but it's not because people catch on and know what's going on. So I don't have to worry about it. And he kind of shot down the point Tucker Carlson was trying to set up for him. But it, maybe it worked out for the better. I don't. Th- I think that was a miss by Tucker by bringing up Jeffrey Epstein. I think that was an absolute miss. He shouldn't have even brought up Jeffrey Epstein into the opinion. I think that might have set Trump back thinking about how he expelled him from Mar-a-Lago. And I think that was more a failure on Tucker than it was Trump. Interesting. We'll continue some of this when we come back. I do have some of the audio clips. I've been setting up and teasing the audio the entire three quarters of the show now. So we'll actually play some when we come back. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Andy Hoosier filling in for Mark Walters. Lots more coming up. Stay here. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. 
Back to the show, indeed it is. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Andy Hoosier filling in for Mark Walters. Uh, we were just talking off the air how fast this goes. And, you know, shocker, talk radio host ends up setting up an audio clip and talks too much in trying to prepare for it and set you up and set the stage for it to where we never actually get to the real audio yeah. clips. But holy cow, man, this hour's flown on by. There's so much more. We haven't even gotten into the actual details of what some of these conversations were on the debate stage or even with Trump and uh, Tucker Carlson. Hold on. We got to do another. Should we do another count? Let's do another uh, count let's here. do it. And then we'll get into the lightning round. There we go. 15 minutes later, it <laughs> it is now setting it 235.3 million. Wow. That's another and, mill. That's another half mil right there. It was oh. at two thirty four point seven. So wow. we're another half half million in fifteen minutes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, golly, yeah. But no one cares about Trump, right? Yeah, right. No one cares about Trump. So okay, I actually want to play a couple of these clips here. This was the again, it, maybe in my humble opinion, missed opportunity for Donald Trump talking about Jeffrey Epstein, talking about the threat of the quote unquote deep state. That could have led into, hey, yeah, my life is in jeopardy because these guys will not stop at what they're trying to do. Do you think it's possible that Epstein was killed? Oh, sure, it's possible. I I mean, I don't really believe. I think he probably uh, committed suicide. He had a life with, you know, beautiful homes and beautiful everything. And he uh, all of a sudden he's incarcerated and not doing very well. I would say that he did. But. There are those people. There are many people. I think you're one of them, right? But a lot of people think that he uh, he was killed. He knew a lot on a lot of people. He was killed. So weird. Like, I, that's a weird answer to me, isn't it? I like, think he's trying to – it seems like he's trying to play nice. It was the playing it safe because if he says, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein was killed – then can you imagine the headlines of Trump being a conspiracy theorist and QAnon Trump and uh, all of this – because they does that really matter? That's already his crowd, anyways. He's not saying anything that no anybody that supports him in the Republican Party is already not saying or already knowing. He would just confirm, and of course the media. But that's Donald Trump who likes to steal the headlines, especially with an ongoing debate from other candidates trying to take the job that he wants to get as well and that he had before. That he would steal the headline saying Donald Trump says that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. He's on the bandwagon with the conspiracy theorists and the QAnon nuts and yada, yada, yada. The media would go nuts with it, but he would take the headlines away from anything that happened that other night. So if he was going to do that, then I if I'm Trump and I want to, you know, because we know memes rule everything right now. If I want to set the meme world on fire. I say Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. I smile and I look at the camera so that they can give me the red glowing eyes in the meme and the, the <laughs> Joker jester smile and let the memes run wild the next morning because I don't think that was the crowd he was trying to go for because there's a lot of uh, plain Jane Republicans that don't have a clue as to what's going on in the real world. They just go to work every day and go home and get their daily their daily dose from you know whatever news source they get it from. But I think he's trying to avoid uh, avoid a lot of those headlines. And I also would think that um, I think the Epstein questions were a miss for Tucker. I think that he should have not even broached that topic. He should have left it alone. There were far more important things to talk about. When I watched this and I heard Epstein come up, my first thought was, why is he talking about Epstein? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It was weird. The whole conversation was weird. And that's why I... I mean, I came off the hype and the energy from the debate, which was very passionate. A lot of people going after each other, very entertaining. But then I watched the Donald Trump thing, and it was that 
calmness the entire interview. He started talking about like us building the Panama Canal and then selling it for a dollar and then China controlling it, which I get what he was trying to talk about. He was talking about the southern border, the issue of China controlling our part of the hemisphere of the globe and having more control in these other countries. So I know what he was doing at, but he spent 10 minutes talking about us building the Panama Canal from years ago and then selling it under Jimmy Carter. Like, I get it, but what's he doing? Like, I don't know. The whole interview to me was very strange. It's not saying that deters my support for Trump. He's still massively in the lead in the polls. We'll see how the other candidates fare after this debate and after everything that happened. But I think for someone who likes the limelight, who likes being the center of attention, and who is a brilliant mastermind at PR and stealing the attention and the limelight when someone else is trying to get it, that he didn't do it. Now, obviously, I'm wrong with 235 million views on Twitter, so people are paying attention to it. But the whole conversation to me was very weird. He did talk a little bit about it. He took a couple jabs at some of the candidates. He took some jabs at Biden and Kamala Harris. I think the Kamala Harris thing was the best thing of the entire interview, honestly. That was hilarious. But that was that was it. He talked about some some weird stuff and it just it didn't resonate with me. Not to say I would lose support for Trump in any way, shape or form, but it didn't resonate the way maybe the expectations that I had going into it when he tried to play nice and middle of the road on many of the things that Tucker Carlson tried to bring up. And I get what he's doing. I mean, politically, he's trying to win over, like you said, the moderate Republicans and working more with the RNC. If you notice, there's not a lot of old school uh, Trump campaign people on his team this year because he's trying to utilize a lot of the RNC and main Republicans to bring them into the fold with him, which is a smart move. But then at the same time, he protests a Republican debate that's put on by the RNC by doing this and taking shots at some of the other candidates. So he's kind of all over the place right now. And whether that's a very smart strategy that a stupid guy like me on the radio doesn't quite get from the mastermind of the PR and business owner, or whether he's so scared to try and lose any support and he's going through so much right now, he's not really focused on a certain direction to point and just run towards. And he's kind of just hitting the scatter gun right now to see what sticks. I, I'm not sure about a, a, a lot of that, and I'm not too sure what their their goal was here with this conversation. Like I said, there was a, there was some misses on Tucker because uh, I think Tucker just riffs off the top of his head what's important, what he wants to talk to Trump about. <laughs> I think so. And I know Tucker is not a big consumer of television. He does a lot of reading. He you know he does just doesn't watch TV a lot. Uh, I remember hearing him say that in an interview once, but. I uh, I think there was some misses here with Tucker, and I I think there's going to be some misses with uh, working with the RNC, but we'll see how that works out. Solely when I was watching the review on Fox earlier of the uh, uh, vice presidential debate, that's what it looked like to me, because there's this air of these guys are not the nominee, and no right. matter how hard the RNC tries to make these guys the nominee, they're not the nominee to the public. And yeah. the views on Tucker's stream should be a message enough to the RNC leadership that uh, Trump is the nominee and that we're just picking a vice president at this point. I, I do have to agree with that. A lot of people have said that as well. He's dominating the polls so much. And unless he loses support in some way because people are so focused on what happened at the debate, which I think even if that's the case, that'll fade for a while because Donald Trump's still getting 235 million views on Twitter right now. So it's not like he's losing any attention or any publicity. Uh, it was a debate for who could potentially could be part of the cabinet, who could be part of the team for Trump, who could be a vice presidential pick. And it is interesting. The good news is 
as we tie this into the Second Amendment is freedom goes around everybody on that. So uh, I take that back. Most of the candidates on the debate stage, Donald Trump, Tucker Carlson, they're aware of the deep state. They're aware of the quote unquote establishments and who's coming after you and who's coming after the firearm industry. Not one of them mentioned anything about trying to take that firearm away trying to increase red flag laws, trying to increase regulations or anything. And that should be a somewhat heartwarming sign for us to be aware that this is not something Republicans are going to try and sneak through when we're not paying attention to. That does it for us today. I'm back at it again at another time. Mark will be back again tomorrow for Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Until then, everybody have a wonderful day. We'll see you on the radio. prescription for freedom with mark walters presented by x insurance x insurance on the armed american radio network I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. It took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 454 7012.